Good morning. Good morning, Rod. Good morning, Jack. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm... Good morning and good luck. <laughs> good morning and good luck. Um, so it's uh, an early edition, early AM. Yeah, this is an early, um, an EE of GFP. That stands yeah. for early edition. This is Jack before dawn, this... <laughs> as opposed to Rod after dark. I like Jack before. I like that as the companion piece. <laughs> mm. or I guess it's it would just be you Rod. being sort of sleepy and sounds of you making coffee versus the other which is just trucks honking as i'm like yeah you like that you like what you see truckies yeah it's a much calmer companion show yeah definitely jack before yeah. dawn well it's it the is a thing little that you listen to after you listen to right after dark the night before right 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 because it's actually like a really small crossover in terms of time like right when i end you technically start right and it's nice well it is before we... dawn it is an mm. early app how do you, how do we feel about it? It's four a.m. Um, <laughs> there's yet to be a single bit of light come through yonder skies. I'm looking out, and the quiet of New York is haunting. I'm wide awake. <laughs> uh, no, but for reals, it is uh, early Wednesday morning. Uh, Wednesday, the twenty third of March. Um, and there's been a in the year twenty sixteen going on. <laughs> is, has there been? <laughs> um yeah, yeah there has are you kidding yeah. the mm. jungle book twitter account just released the portraits of their cast posing next to the animals that they're voicing oh that's the new move huh whenever they announce like an animated movie yeah it's you just get a photo like, of the cast next the to the yeah and they're these like annie lieber right. these aren't but they're these like gorgeous portraits of like christopher walken next to a huge gorilla ben Jesus. kingsley sitting next to a panther I just Alba next to like a lion or a tiger, and Lupita Nyong'o oh. next to like a wolf. Huh? Really? What do we think so, about this? Can these people just get a... cast as themselves? Like, why is Lupita Nyong'o always playing like the voice of something like not human? Rod, have you? Uh, are you even aware of uh, the background of the Rudyard Kipling uh, story? No, in the Jungle what is, Book. What is that? No, tell me everything. So Rudyard Kipling was a was an Englishman, right? Okay. And he's uh, he's writing about colonialism in India Who through is it? like this book. Okay. The Jungle Book. Oh, right? it's an allegory for colonialism in India. Yeah. Okay. So this guy's like, it's kind of like a racist, you know, kind of like a little racist manifesto we're 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 watching. Yikes! Was that the intention? Oh, <laughs> little Mowgli, he's so wild. He's out. He's living in the jungle with with his animal buddies. Oh my he's, god! He's a, he's a wild animal, raised by monkeys. Fuck! Is this gonna be really, 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 really? Br- I mean, why are they doing this? Is it an no allegory idea. that's meant to insult this population, or is it meant to sort of like, like shame colonialism for destroying like the culture and the world of these people? I'm not here to judge, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not asking. here to judge one way or another. <laughs> No, what is your okay. opinion? Like, is is the Jungle Book supposed to be like, like dances with wolves? It's supposed to be like, how do we save this population? Or is it supposed to be like, look how crazy no, it's definitely they are. like, no, it's definitely like, tame the savages. I think Fuck. is the, I'm pretty sure. Someone called Dude, all racist agent. They then. got this one wrong. Racism on Earth is basically due to the British Empire. So yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Fuck the Brits. This is a special fuck the Brits episode. <laughs> We have one. Just colonialism in general. Yeah, usually didn't turn out well. I know colonialism is like a rough one. Yeah. What are our thoughts? Would we do it over again if we could go back in time? If we could sliding doors the whole thing? If I could go back in time, I'd be like, try to be the pope, and then like I'd decree like forever that you can't do that. But I guess it happened after the whole Catholic Reformation, so they'd say, "Shut the fuck up to me." Mm, Yeah, they would. So you'd have to then go back into time like a little bit farther. No, because they wouldn't care at that point. So basically, it's, it's, a, whole, it's a zero-sum game. Basically, like, when the Pope was really in charge, like, it was all feudalism. No one gave a shit mm. about, like, money. It didn't work with, like, capital. Right. But then when fucking money became important, everyone was like, hey, Pope, suck my wang, dude. <laughs> if we go back in time, it's actually you saying that from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pope, suck my friggin' wang. <laughs> They're like, okay, um, moving on. <laughs> So yes, the uh, the Pope. 
suck my freaking anyway. wang a life. But yeah, I would, I would, I would choose to undo colonialism if I could go back in time. I would choose but, to undo a lot of things. Colonialism is definitely up there, but I will say I like the word. It rolls off the tongue well. I just wish it meant something else. I wish it meant something right. like I wish it meant like when a cake is really cute. Because mm. it's such a fun word to say, colonialism. Mm. It just rolls off the tongue. Like I wish you I could, could just see walk yourself into, walking like, by bakeries and, and being like, say, um, colonialism. That's so colonialism. Like, look at these colonialism. <laughs> look at the colonialism on that cake. Right? Like, it just sounds nice. It does. I'm like, um, maybe the key is that we need to like change the meaning of the words. Hmm. Hmm. Thoughts. It's, uh, America about- thoughts. I'm not here to judge, dude. So <laughs> that's your new catchphrase. <laughs> I'm not here to judge, but exactly. suck my friggin' wang, Pope. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate the Pope. I hate all of that. Um, I love the Jungle Book, or did. Now I'm stressed out. I feel racist reading mm. it. Um, but okay. I will definitely be there opening day. Maybe we'll record live when we watch the new movie. Like while the movie's going. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't even know this movie existed and now I'm like seeing it recording in a live episode. A live episode at the yeah. thing. Like people will at, be at the at screening the theater. and then they'll just see right. us like pull like two like director's chairs to, like the very front. We'll be like, Thank you guys for coming. Um this is amazing. Like a live episode. Everyone's like, What the fuck? Like who are you guys? We're gonna be cutting voiceovers for the D V D extras. The D V D extras and you guys get to be here. They're like, Um, I'm sorry, did you guys work on the movie? No. <laughs> But for your patience, we have some colonialism that we'd like to hand out. We like start handing no. out slices of really cute cake. <laughs> so so wait wait wait. So it's Lupita Nyong'o. Who does she play? She plays the wolf. I didn't even know there was a wolf. Oh, I think the wolf raises Mowgli. She must be the mom. Yeah, I don't really remember the wolf. Either. Honestly, the CGI is like beautiful. It, like it looks beautiful. Um, Scarlett Johansson plays like a snake. Oh, she's the she's the villain, right? Yeah, she's the villain. So white person's the villain. Oh yeah. Oh wait, him, her, and the tiger, because the tiger Shere Khan is like also. Oh my gosh, Shere Khan is played by Idris Elba. Oh, black guy's the other villain. So yeah, we were close. Out. We were close. Right. It's never easy, is it? <laughs> In a movie about colonialism. In a movie about colonialism, and then I'm of course playing Mowgli. Hmm. Yeah. If they just got some the 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 next hot uh, Indian indian actor yeah right yeah they got me dev patel said no and they're mm. like i guess we'll get this kid rod who keeps <laughs> sending like weird grainy nudes of him in like a red burlap diaper mm. with mowgli and crayon written all over it <laughs> yeah cast me as mowgli that's me <laughs> that's me calling the head offices at disney every morning yeah it's me mowgli Draw me like one of your nude girls. Draw me like what's one the... of your nude girls. Mowgli. They're like, we what's the line know. from Titanic? Draw me like one of your French girls. There you go. <laughs> Draw, Draw me like, like one, one of your, your French nude girls. girls. <laughs> well, she is naked, right? She is, but that is like, a... if I was Jack, I I'd be like, are you a scene. robot? <laughs> <laughs> Draw me like one of your nude girls. I'd be like, um, I'm throwing you in the water. <sighs> so stressful. So... Titanic is a very stressful film. I was rewatching it last time I was home, and I was like, the first half is like a beautiful romance, and the second half is just stressful. <laughs> it's all my biggest fears: transportation, going awry, and deep water. Yeah, deep water. I Man, hate that's it. fucked up. It's so deep, fucked cold up. water. Deep cold water. I'd be like, um, it's already deep. Must it be cold? If that happened to you, Rod, you'd probably be sitting out in those tiny. Even if you got off the boat and got onto like a rescue dinghy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be sitting out there for like. At least 24 hours waiting for someone to come get you. Fuck, I would skin Kathy Bates alive and wear her like a fucking winter coat. <laughs> I'm going to survive this. Hmm. I'd get on the boat and they'd be like, sir, are you okay? And I'd immediately turn around with a dagger and slit their throat and be like, I'm crawling into that mark. And I'd just like dig into their neck and then like hide inside of their body. You'd become Leonardo DiCaprio from The Revenant. Yeah, finally the he's... Titanic Revenant <laughs> yeah. collab that we've been waiting for. The collabo. Yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine you and I? If I had like, have I said this before that my dream is if we could have time travel is to just like drag you to different times and have you endure surviving tragedies with me. I have a feeling like, oh, <laughs> tragedies. Yeah, that would suck. Like I us wouldn't... and like the Hindenburg, like. And me yeah. just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As this like blimp is crashing. I don't know. Could we like, that would be fun if we didn't die every time. Yeah, if like right before we die, we were able to like go back into like the present. W- wiggle our noses and go back. Yeah. Time. But if that happened to me in real life, I'd want to go back in time and like bet on something. 
Oh my god, yeah. Well, yeah, you would bet on something, but then I would quickly change your bet when you weren't looking so that your, like, entire fortune would crumble. So I could be like, okay. Hmm. And then we'd, like, go back in time. That's so nice of you. I know. Anything for a little, like, fun. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, Jack, can you hand me that? And you'd reach over and it'd be like, bad news. Like, that's the actual button to, like, travel through time. <laughs> wah, 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 oh, I, have, I know what we can talk about. I'm scared. We have a special return appearance of the most hated producer on earth <laughs> oh my god i forgot this janet this episode is being edited by by janet again this is a i guess we should take this as an opportunity to thank her for putting in whatever it is she puts in elbow grease not quite the two man minutes hours. That she go, yeah. she <laughs> thinks about this and 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 puts into it yeah great as always thanks boo um because you are headed off today to a really well we'll save that because apparently Arizona's we'll save gonna that. wrap around but we actually do i basically a, just wanted to rip janet right. was the point of we, <laughs> yeah that's that's something we would go back in time we would go back in time to the minute janet was born and we would slap the baby out of the doctor's hand and be like um you'll thank us later <laughs> and then just because i was thinking really- like oh i was thinking like in my head when we were talking i was like wow this is really good this is really funny and then i was thinking how much of this is janet gonna edit out right <laughs> Uh, welcome to the only three and a half minute episode of the Good Friends podcast. We are right. your hosts. Like, <laughs> Janet's like, I just didn't think you didn't talk about any of the links I send you. <laughs> um, don't worry, we'll talk about shit later. Um, <laughs> but we actually do have something serious to talk about: the passing oh. of a legend. Ugh, don't. Um, yesterday we got news that um, Toronto mayor. Um, ex-mayor ex-mayor of toronto um rob ford passed away (laughs) from cancer (laughs) are you getting choked up um i'm getting choked up um because as you know nothing gets me going more than when someone i didn't give a shit about (laughs) dies that is there's nothing i love more than taking time to mourn someone that 24 hours ago i didn't give a fuck about Mm. and i've been blessed for the last the last month with tons of these (laughs) yeah blessed true so look can you give a little background over who rob ford is aside from someone who like almost stole my name yeah he's like the the toronto ex toronto mayor he's a big fat guy yeah he uh (laughs) That's the first thing. That's the first thing, and honestly, like we're like getting low on the list. There's not. He much looks. Else. He actually looks like he's a uh, blonde uh, pig. Yeah. Um, he literally looks, looks like, like Augustus Gloop in a suit. Right. He looks like a pig version of Augustus Gloop yeah. in, a, in a tight, in a very tight suit. Yeah, in like Danny DeVito's suit from Twins. Right. Um, what else? He. Uh, oh, this is a good. You're one. really burying the lead. What else? Right. He got. <laughs> I'll give you a what else. He's a crackhead. Uh, right. He <laughs> Gawker <clears throat> uncovered that he smoked crack sometime in like 2010, I think. Right. 2011. Vi- anyway, yeah, in like a drunken super. There was like a video yeah. of him like blacked out. He was blacked out and he just smoked some crack. No big deal. NBD. We all been there. Whatevs, you know. Um. So anyway, this comes out and then he like gets, uh, they like impeach him, which is like they bring him before trial and like, like try to like sort all this shit out. But then they didn't go through with it. It was like a, a Bill Clinton situation where they like they impeach him, but then they decide to keep him. Was it because he was so close to finishing out his term, or was it because they just love him? Because everyone loved I can't him. Even, but then like he became a thing, and then I remember like watching all the crazy like Toronto courtroom sessions where he's like running up on women and like pushing them over, and him and his brother were like in the same government, so there was like two. It was like two. You know those like that like motif of the two really fat biker dudes on the really tiny motorcycles i've never and seen wearing that. cowboy hats no what is that is that like a political cartoon it, or something no it's i just remember the simpsons making fun of that a lot or something okay anyway it, it's just a but they're just like these two fucking gigantic pigs running around this <laughs> toronto government building knocking people over and like voting on stuff and like yelling and it's like what the hell is like, going on in Canada? What is going on? I mean, Toronto gave us Drake, right? It's true. Is that his six? City? The six this is Toronto, city, right? apparently. Okay. That's apparently, yes. So this city's oh, already yes, fucked yes, yes. up. We know that this city has really questionable taste. Um, 
I just do not understand why everyone <laughs> loves Rob Ford so much. People uh, let him slide well, on everything. Like those videos, people were just like, "He's charming. He's an everyman." <laughs> like, smoking what? crack. Smoking crack, dude. Whatever. I mean, Don't the crack judge. is the crack. Oh my god, there's your catchphrase again. Um, I mean, the crack is sort of like you know, God bless. Like, addiction is rough. I don't know if he was addicted or if he just like, if he just like you know, dabbled every once in a while. You know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you need as a nightcap after a long day of marrying around the six. God bless. Um, <laughs> but I just don't get why this dude wasn't impeached. I also don't get why every like what just like what's going on. Like who who was this guy to Toronto history? Like why was he such a like, leave it to Canada to have Rob Ford be, like, their JFK. I swear. People were just like, mm. there's no one like him. He's so authentic. And I look up a picture of him, and I'm like, um, okay. It literally looks like he just had bad Thai food and, like, killed a hooker. I really think it's just because he uh, he was, like, a lovable character on the internet. And he, like, had a family, I think, that was pretty in the public. So maybe that's why uh, people are, like, I definitely being... thought he was, like single my bad oh my god he has a family i think so so brutal did he have babies i think he had two kids shit but uh i don't know if they're babies but anyway i saw this really funny joke on twitter yesterday you want me to tell you it it's about rap ford yeah i need to hear it i need to process so this is like pretend pretend like i'm a, a news announcer okay okay that was the entertainment tonight music this just in, word is that ex-Toronto Mayor Rob Ford passed away today doing what he loves. Wait, I'm sorry. He died of cancer. <laughs> that was that is fucked up. <laughs> I don't know who, I can't remember the Especially the because before we do the cancer, I definitely was like, was it drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever give up drugs? I don't like, know. Did he go, he did he go through he's... like a public like sobriety moment? I'm surprised it wasn't like a heart thing. Yeah, like a heart attack. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. he went through a sobriety moment. I don't he think said he did some either. Crazy stuff. I don't want to look it up. What did he say? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he like. I think he like defended himself, didn't he? He was like, "Well, whatever." He's boys like, "Okay, it's called crack. Oh. Get over it." <laughs> what the hell? He just looked at the camera and said, "Okay." Okay. Um, okay. That's not the most judgmental thing ever or anything. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel bad, I guess. But this is just yet another one of these things where I'm like, what exactly was this dude's political contribution that we're, like, really holding on to that we, like, need to, like, reframe, like, recontextualize? Again, I'm not... He's not someone I loathed on any real level. He's not like a Scalia. He's not a Reagan. He's obviously. just inconsequential. He's inconsequential in every way. I mean, he's a mayor of. I mean, like it's like a major. It's a major city in Canada. So I mean, like, yeah. It just there, there. It had no effect on my life. So in terms of his like political duties, I'm like, yeah. You didn't piss me off. You didn't like dehumanize me or like harm my livelihood. So like, I'm sad that you're dead, but. It's just like I just am like so over these articles. I like cannot. Try. We it's need a weird name though, for this. Yes. Mo like Morning Gate, like literally, like Morning Glory. Mm. Everyone is always just like the minute they die, like why Rob Ford mattered. I'm like, ugh. And to be fair, this is like uh, uh, if you're not like on the internet, I'm not really sure how. I mean, if you're not on like Twitter, or whatever, I don't know how. Seriously, how much you're the TV. This. I don't know, but like my point is, I don't know how seriously the TV media took Rob Ford's death. Like, was it covered on Fox or something? Right, or right, right, right. CNN. Who cares? Um, I don't know. I don't care. I'm sure it was covered on CNN, but but the but whether it would have been covered without that whole crack thing is unclear. I, would I bet guess they it would. they must have. Who wouldn't want to take a shot at Canada when they have the opportunity? No, I'm saying that if the crack incident hadn't ha happened, oh, I right, don't right. know they if definitely would not the have. American media would have been reporting Rob Ford. Like, I got a push notification. No. <laughs> I, mm, being a, being a, someone who's very well aware of the world of push notifications. Right. Uh, As I'm someone who is happened. half Irish, half push notification, you mean. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Is he Irish? Um. No, I'm talking about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway. You're 50% Irish and 50%. Your dad's a push notification. Right. <laughs> it's true. Uh, 
what was I going to say about Rob Ford? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think because that he was a, an elected official and he got caught smoking fucking crack, that makes him newsworthy. But, like, I don't know if they would have covered him. The media, the news media would have covered him with, like, as much reverence as he was getting on Twitter and, and the Internet in general. Right. No, it's true. I agree. Um, yeah, it's weird. I think that I think that Twitter just like conflates infamy with I don't know notableness. Yeah, or infamy I mean, with infamy uh, sort of is notability. It's something else. Well, infamy it's sort is of, it's like infamy um, is like always. I think infamy is always uh, infamy is fame, but for like a bad bad reason. Right. It's true. Yeah, that's true. I just think we're getting to a point now where fame to me is just being lumped in with infamy and that like anyone can be famous. So I just think of fame as a bad thing. Ah. It's more like infamy versus like importance. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I think that just this constant barrage of like content and like mourning and reframing and nostalgia, all of this just creates this like cyclone that everything gets sucked into. And when people die, it's as if, I don't know, we want to make that, we just want to be able to like, keep writing about them so we just like keep covering them from all angles and i'm just kind of like oh my god like i don't mm. i don't even know but well dude I mean, uh you and i are media professionals we do need those fucking clicks so yeah i mean dns i'm getting a dnc tattoo on my neck daddy needs clicks <laughs> thoughts but that's probably why all this shit happens yeah, I'm sure. I mean, definitely. I think it's weird that people were like, I need to get my Rob Ford think piece fix and are like like clicking like everything. <laughs> but there's definitely someone out there like Rob Ford fan 83, I'm sure is like right. clicking all these links. But there's yeah, someone I right mean, now doing a Rob I'm Ford gonna... deep dive. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Doing like one of those weird like papyrus font YouTube memorial videos like mm. I will remember mm. you. It's like a picture of the pig from Babe. <laughs> Papyrus. Um, like in all denim to represent Canada. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I don't hate him the way I hated um, that sentient muffin Scalia or that rag of bones Nancy Reagan. So I won't, won't hate on Rob Ford, but I will say that I am, I, I wish that he would have worked out whatever demons he had he clearly was not living a healthy life um they definitely should have impeached him because like regardless of whether you like someone a drug addicted mayor does not speak well of your city (laughs) so like right like that was a weird move but yeah i feel for his family unlike the reagans where i'm like "Mm, piss on your grave (laughs) um i actually feel for the fords (laughs) good yeah so big up i don't know big up i guess yeah, you're becoming more human every day. Oh my god, me after dark is violent, but me before dawn is peaceful. <laughs> yeah. That's how it should be, though. I agree, I agree. I should, like, be ready to piss on Nancy Reagan's, like, skull core, like, in, her, in like, the divots of her skull at night. Mm. But I should be willing to place flowers on Rob Ford's grave in the morning. Yes, the old piss on the grave. Yeah, we're actually going to host the first Good Friends live meetup for fans um, on Nancy Reagan's grave. So um, just follow the smell of horse shit. We're going to leave a trail of horse shit from the freeway into um, her, like, kind of close to where her mouth is. Like, where her, like, where, like, the mouth opening of her skull is. So you can just follow the scent. And we're going to have, like, a fun podcast meetup and record a live episode. Um, and we'll like, we'll give you guys more details about that later. We'll give you date time. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to announce Janet, set that up. Yeah. Janet, can you please set up, um, a Kickstarter one for the funding? Um, a Google, uh, like a fun Google map, like invite that uses even basic HTML code. Maybe it can be like, um, maybe it can be like a picture of Nancy Reagan. And then suddenly like she gets hit in the head with like the pink AIDS triangle falls on her back her and like gets x's on her eyes her tongue opens so it's like a big carpet and then it's like us walking the red carpet into her mouth and it's like <laughs> welcome to the good friends podcast live meetup <laughs> what do you think is that like a cute little animated intro <laughs> yeah that's really cute wow i'm surprised you got that out so quickly i, <laughs> I never thought about that i definitely have not been thinking about it <laughs> uh, okay cool right off the top of your dome right off the dome it's a cypher up in here 
Um, so yeah, G bless um, Rob Ford, I guess. Um, mm, also, yeah, I sure. wanted to give a. We have like one quick thing to talk about that we forgot to discuss. Quick update on on Hogan Gawker Gate. Did you hear oh. that they like increased the money that Gawker owes um, Hulk yeah. Hogan for emotional distress? Yeah, I saw that. Six, an additional sixty million dollars. It's crazy. That's a that's insane. That's a hundred and seventy five million dollars that Gawker owes Hulk Hogan. I guarantee you, what's happening is like Hulk Hogan just has it just has like mind melded the people of Florida. So like right? the judge is like in love in love with Hulk. The jury is like in love with Hulk. Seriously, did they did he like pass out bandanas to them as like to like <laughs> to sway them? Is like the is like the Florida swamp like making yeah. everyone into a zombie? What the fuck that's is so going nice. on? Right, that's so. One hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Mm. Jesus Christ! I urge everyone to read Nick Denton's post on Gawker about the Hogan verdict. The piece is called "The Hogan Verdict," <laughs> and it just kind of breaks everything Dude, down, and it's crazy. I told you. What did I say about Hulk Hogan? He he doesn't get work because of that tape where he was calling people the N word. It was mentioned in that article. Did you read it? Yeah. Is that yeah, why you're I read the it up? first yeah. like? couple paragraphs and then i was like oh that's too much you're like i know all of this already i know i yeah. mean it's like a pretty i think it's a good piece to read just to kind of get this other angle because i just feel like gawker has been like a plate like when i hear gawker in this trial it's been a basically a placeholder for like paparazzi media first amendment like just basic accountability yeah. but it's really interesting to just be like oh my god what does like gawker have to like say about this because this is like a crazy precedent it's um, funny i was thinking about i was thinking about this the other day and it's funny to me that, like, people, someone's still making money off of, like, One Night in Paris and the Pam and Tommy Lee tape. Right. People but, are like, making money off of that still. It's true. But, like, and now this, the Hulk Hogan one gets released, and now it's, like, no fly zone? What's the deal with that? I bet he's just embarrassed by the fact that there's a subtitle that says, I just had a burger, or I just ate a burrito, or whatever. Yeah, but my point is, like, why did Gawker have to catch the brunt of all this shit when, like, there's someone still making money off of like Pam and Tommy Lee's hijacked sex tape. I know it's true, but I mean, I think that's the, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cut. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's like a symbolic victory. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like, it's less about yeah. Gawker and more about sort of like Gawker in quotes. It's like, you could go after like the like shitty porn company that released the Paris tape. But, like, everyone can see that tape for free, too. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, you're not really getting yeah. to like the heart of an issue because it's, like, the issue is what? The, like, shit just leaks and gets, like, disseminated and someone makes money. But, like, the Gawker thing is, like, a media empire that you can, like, point your finger at. It's less abstract. I have a question for you. Yeah. Did Kim Kardashian make money off of her sex tape? I don't know. I never thought about that. I don't think so. So did she get the the I guy think Ray who J stole her shit? I have a feeling Ray J oh, got money off of it, mm. though. I have a feeling Ray J leaked it. <laughs> mm. He might have. Like, Kim is pretty, like, in your face now with her, like, nudity. But, like, for the past few years, like, she hasn't been tame by any means. But she certainly hasn't been vulgar enough to release, like, a sex tape. I don't know. I always right. felt like that was sort of, like, not really in keeping with, like, probably her personality. Not even her values. I'm thinking system, of like personality, but I'm thinking like what happens maybe sometimes is like these things get released and then and then like the person threatens to sue and then the like the media company like whoever like the porn company will step in and be like wait if you release it through us we'll give you money for it and then they'll be like oh god damn it fine yeah and then they call Sarah their lawyer and they're like cancel it I just right. got a new house in Malibu <laughs> hangs up no totally. Exactly. I don't know. If only Hulk could see that. If only Hulk could have just cut a deal and been like, yo. I mean, I guess he doesn't need to because now he's $175 million richer. Do you pay taxes on money that you're awarded in a lawsuit? You must. There's no you must, you right? How much yeah, do you think he's on. actually going to keep of that? Because that is outrageous. Uh, well, f I mean, Florida's tax laws are, are really, like, chill for, <laughs> for like, people. There's no, income t there's no income tax, but I don't know if this counts as income. This is such know. fucking bullshit. This is such bullshit. <laughs> apparently, his apparently Hulk's penis is the size of a child's thermos. Oh my god! Wait, what? Really? Yeah. It says who? 
says uh, that old uh, article that was written up about the the sex tape. Shit. That, that so AJ Dollario. It's, it's girth. It's girthy. It's girthy. Apparently. God, it's probably yeah. like so veiny. <laughs> and it probably has like a little bandana. Like on the head. Ugh. Yeah. So pissed off. Brooke has not said a single thing about this. Hmm. No one no one cares about what she has to say. I know the tweets I've been waiting for, Drake talking about Rob Ford and Brooke Hogan talking about the Gawker trial. And <laughs> I'm getting Do you nothing. follow you, you follow Brooke Hogan on Twitter. I have mobile alerts on for Brooke Hogan. No, I'm kidding. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> but I that is my new prank. Anytime I get a hold of someone's phone, I'm gonna turn on Brooke Hogan mobile alerts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that for Claire. I'm setting Claire up with a Twitter just for Brooke Hogan fan sites, turning on all the mobile alerts, and she will never know how to turn know them off. Know how to turn them off. I'll hide the Twitter app like in a folder on like a third page so she doesn't even know where the app is. <laughs> you have to create a you have to create a, a Twitter handle for her. Yes, I oh my god, what should it be? Brooke Hogan like Hogan lover. Hogan <laughs> fan. Yeah. Hogan's hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? How annoying would that be to just keep getting Brooke Hogan like mm-mm because pretty... doesn't she seem like the type who would tweet a lot like tweet a lot of like stupid stuff yeah like just eating breakfast love granola <laughs> love granola hashtag granola hashtag love granola like uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to quickly look up her her twitter let's see like what's good do you think she's verified I'm sure let's oh she her. is what, Nick at Ms. Hogan oof damn Oh my god, someone just asked her to do Dancing with the Stars and she retweeted it. I could see that for her. Oh my god, here's a sample Brooke Hogan tweet. Everyone sees what you appear to be. Few experience what you really are. Hashtag story of my life. (laughs) She has a banging body though. God bless. I don't understand why she doesn't do WWE. I know, that would be so cool to be like a female WWE, like the daughter of a WWE star. But I'm sure she like resents I mean, her dad. Maybe. But like, come I on. I doubt they have work. a good relation. Oh my God, what about this tweet? Some people underestimate how erotic it is to be understood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, all right, Chica. Look at her. She looks good. My fans are important to me and I want to, you to know where... Oh my God, what does this tweet say? My fans are important to me, and I want to know where you are. Retweet to let me know. Oh. Hashtag we demand Brooke Hogan. What? Oh, we demand do, what? We demand. demand we demand Brooke Hogan. I am absolutely about to keep on tweeting that. We de- like such a vague demand. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What if I called yeah. in a bomb threat and I was like, I will detonate this if I don't get Brooke Hogan. They're like, get her. <laughs> what like i just hang up i demand brooke hogan like uh, for dinner like yes. what is going on is she still trying to do the singing thing i don't know she's really I'm st- vague i'm still oh, seeing tweets of like God. back in the studio no are you serious i'm gonna yeah. I, I need to start tweeting pictures of me in headphones going back in the studio hashtag <laughs> my happy place <laughs> oh my god haters gonna hate potatoes gonna potate i'm like blo- i'm actually blocking her <laughs> oh my god she just tweeted out her uber code <laughs> oh nice free uber um i'm absolutely retweeting this be safe this weekend if you're new to over uber score a free ride with my special code oh nice. <laughs> everyone needs to use brooke hogan's uber code she needs this <laughs> She, really she needs, needs the referrals. It. She needs the referrals. Hey guys, I get a free five dollar five dollars credit to my Lyft account when you use my Lyft. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Hashtag we demand Brooke. Um. Oh my god. Okay. I'll be destroying Claire's life soon enough with this. Okay. So Good. I did. I did want to touch on this amazing movie I saw <laughs> this weekend. Oh yeah. Um, so I got, um, so the Claire that I plan on, um, emotionally terrorizing via Brooke Hogan mobile alerts, um, she and I got very stony baloney. I'm really okay with admitting that Papa was a little hey when he went to see this movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Which movie? Oh, 10 CL. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. What yes. movies? Um, that's what the fans call it, Jack. Would you like to say the title for the plebs out there? Yeah, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, that's what the peasants call it, but us fans call it T or 10 CL or TCL if you're really in the know. Um, saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. This movie was so good. Uh... Oh, for real? Yes, it was so good. <laughs> have you seen, have you heard of it? Have you, do you know anything about it? You're, I'm not getting a lot of excitement from your end. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I know it's uh, supposed to be a a uh in, uh a sequel to that movie cloverfield it's not that's kind of the reason it's so good it's not really a sequel it's sort of just like it's like it has like the dna of cloverfield but it's not really connected in any sort of like real bless you any real way um i think like what's sort of happening now is cloverfield is kind of being used as like an umbrella title for like short i don't even know like almost it's almost like an anthology series now each mm. film seems to sort of be delving into like something else relate sort of like capsule films that okay. sort of take place how many are there this is the second one and it's huh. been like years since the other one came out in 2008 so this was eight years ago it came out out of nowhere like the trailer was released attached to that michael bay benghazi movie 13 hours Yes. And it basically was like this movie's coming out in six weeks. It was it, like the trailer was released in like early February, and the movie came out in like early March. So it kind of like Beyonce it a little bit. Um, Beyonce, um, like surprise drop, and it was really good. It's like a really, 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 really. It's just like a fun ass movie, and I just love the idea of this like branded sort of like I don't know. It's it's a cool idea for a follow up. I feel like most follow ups are always like building sort of like vertically like they're trying to like top the film or they're trying to like build right. upwards but like i like the idea of these sort of more like horizontal sequels that are sort of like orbiting each other and kind of you know they're unrelated but like they're also totally mm. related they don't tell you how they are but you can just sort of understand that maybe they take place in the same world or they just have the same tone like i kind of like that i think that that's like a really kind of inventive and cool way to right. do movies and it kind of also feels a bit like a response to kind of TV culture, you know, and these sort yeah, of Fargo. capitalized, yeah, like this Fargo, True Detective, American Horror Story. This just idea of, you know, of building a brand, but at the same time, sort of like challenging the ways that we digest continuous storytelling. You know, it kind of feels like it's like a really classic movie move, and also like a really new kind of TV inspired move. And it's really cool, yeah. and it's not surprising because it's uh, produced and kind of like executive produced and like has the feel by like of jj abrams um mm. who did like lost and who this movie has a lot of like lost, lost star movies, wars like. obviously haven't heard of it but he directed the star trek reboot um the first two um alias wars. i'm sorry I, I don't know what that is but he was also the creator of felicity um starring carrie russell and um, uh he helped create that thing star wars I'm sorry, I just, I'm, like, not following, like, Star Trek? Like, I just don't know. Pew, pew. pew. Luke, oh, I am your father. Pew, pew, yes. <laughs> I forgot, Dude, yeah, 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 on, yeah. Obviously. That weird snuff film with the black guy and the girl in the leads. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that movie should be burned mm. and not rewatched. <laughs> Way too challenging racially and genderly, as I like to call it. Yeah. Um, no, but it's, okay. actually, it's funny you mentioned Star Wars. I was sort of, like, I, like, left that, I left this movie and was, like, thinking about the J.J. Abrams, like, vibe. And I don't know. It was sort of interesting. This movie sort of has a lot of the things that I think J.J. Abrams does really well. Like, he is just really good at creating this sense of, like, wonder. You know, like, he's mm. just a really sort of excited filmmaker. Didn't he actually, do Super 8? He did Super 8, yes. Oh, my God. I was like, he did, he directed, uh, wrote and directed another film, too. Yes, he did Super 8. Um, that kind of that's how I imagine this movie feeling like Super Eight, like you're on an adventure, you know. It's a little more. It's it's way less. Um, it's way less like childlike. Like I feel like Super Eight is like ET, you know, mm. and like this is sort of this is like way more. It's like really scary. It's like a very suspenseful, actually like, at times like really scary movie. Um, mm. But 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 it is that feel. It is that. Did you see Super Eight? 
Uh, I did. It is that sort of Super 8, like, thing, where it does have just this sort of, like, lightness to it. Like, it's a completely hard PG-13 movie. There's, like, a little bit of violence. It's, like, really scary, really suspenseful. But there's just something about J.J. Abrams' DNA. And it's what I was thinking. I don't know. I Do you think, like, George Lucas sort of, like, resents J.J. Abrams a bit? Because, like, when I was leaving this and leaving 10 Cloverfield and thinking of E.T., I just realized, like, he's just such a student of Spielberg. You know, he's just, mm. like, he's so taken by the things that Spielberg was always taken by, you know? And yeah, just the kind of, like, just, like, the wonder. Like, that's, like, the thing Steven Spielberg does so well that I think J.J. Right. Abrams is, like, proving that he can do really well. It's just, like, infuse things with this sort of, like, childlike, wide-eyed kind of joy that I think, like, things right now just don't have often. I think what you see is, like, grit and, like, realness and, like... Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't think, I don't think that George Lucas was meant to because I think George like a, like a weirdo, weirdo filmmaker. He's not like, he's not like a main filmmaker. filmmaker. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? He's not a what filmmaker? He's not like he's like mainstream. He just kind of stumbled into success with that first Star Wars. Right. So, like, so like he's making like making weird experimental films because he like hates Hollywood and stuff. I mean, that's his like whole rap, right? He like doesn't like the whole the system. way that the system, the way the system works. So he's like he's resentful about that. So I'm sure he's he like understands why they like overtook Star Wars from him. But fucking, he sold it, right? I mean, he sold it to Disney. So he shut sold the fuck no, up. he totally sold it. But do, but don't you feel like they must be a little competitive with each other? Maybe I don't know. He's probably like too busy eating gelato. <laughs> he let, me, let me tell you, every summer gelato. for when I worked at the Merlin Community Center. As a lifeguard, I would go up to the fucking Lucas Valley, uh, his ranch in Lucas Valley, because he would always throw a 4th of July barbecue. Right, right. And he would just... And our friend's mom was the head chef there. Right. And he would just stand there and eat motherfucking gelato. That's... (laughs) Gelato is... That's a really, really... That's really funny. That image. That's really... I mean, honestly, Spielberg is ice cream and George Lucas is gelato. That is right. like a very, <laughs> that's a very like comparable analogy. <laughs> um, I also like love gelato and I'm very indifferent on ice cream, yet hate Star Wars and love Steven Spielberg. So like gelato is great. Gelato is so good. It's just like I eat gelato and I'm like, yeah, this is the texture that ice cream consistently fails to be. <laughs> I'm like, why is ice cream sometimes chalky? And why is gelato like perfect? Gelato is mm. like a sauce almost. I'm like, this is so nice. It's like jam. It's really thick. I like that. Fucking love it. Yeah, you like it thick, don't you? Oh my god, Rod After Dark just came out. Sorry. It's because there's light outside. Um, No, you're right. I mean, it's true. I guess in my head, I just sort of always imagine that they're in competition with each other. Not like a real competition, but like... I don't know. I always imagine that like Spielberg, Coppola, and George Lucas like all love each other, but are like like all vying for like the same girl and that girl is like Hollywood <laughs> or like is right. like American movies or something. But I, I just feel like, I don't know when I, when I watched star Wars, for instance, and I could, fe- I, it sort of felt like the Spielberg sensibility. It, it just, it, it managed to like make it feel like that sensibility has become like the definitive American, like pop sensibility. You know what I mean? That like mm. Lucas has created this sort of like, I don't know, like totemic, you know, product that is sort of like the go-to example of like American franchises and just like oh yeah merchandise and kind of like has basically like designed what it is that American films are in the sense of like business. But there's something about what Spielberg did and is continuing to do. He's still like a pretty great filmmaker that right. you can just sort of feel something completely authentic and like human from him that like i, I don't think dude. you could ever feel from lucas and i think jj I know, like, reminds dude. you of that it's like really schindler's interesting. list schindler's list like george lucas could never make a movie like that <laughs> like actually yeah one because he's not a good enough filmmaker like at all but like also just like what would that mean like who is george lucas like what would it mean for george lucas to do something personal <laughs> He's yeah. so impersonal. The thing you associate with him is a brand, is a product, you know? Right. Well, so, he did American I Graffiti. I never saw that, but apparently that And I never good. saw that either, which is, like, really weird. I also didn't know that, like, I guess I should have figured, but, like, Happy Days is, like, a legit 
TV adaptation of that movie. Yeah, I mean, Ron Howard's in, like and the Ron star Howard's of both of them. Yeah. It's like so weird. Also, like I've said this so many times, but like I literally, when I used to watch Happy Days reruns, I thought that the show was created in the era that it was like mimicking. I think I did too. I really did. And same, then when I was older, I was like, wait a minute, that's Henry Winkler. He's yeah. Really old. Totally. When I was watching Scream and he was like the principal yeah. of the school, I'd be like, okay, why is he not dead? Like, yeah. What's going on? I Same with Wonder too. Years. I was like, oh, this is a show like created in like the late sixties, early seventies. <laughs> nope. Like far from it. Or like late seventies, early eighties. What is the Wonder Years bracket? I don't know. It's like pretty close. That one is like really close. Yeah, it's like seventies. Like, yeah. I fucking like hated made, the Wonder it Years. It was made in like eight, you hated the Wonder oh, Years. Fuck the Wonder Years, dude. Fuck um, that show. Okay. Dude. Lame. The Wonder Years was the best. Ugh. You didn't. Why didn't you like it? What is wrong with you? It was just fucked up. Fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like that little shit, fucking Freddie. Kevin Arnold. No, Freddie. What? What's what's the actor's name? Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Cooper. Oh, Fred Savage. Fred Savage. But the character is Kevin Arnold. Yeah, but Fred. And he was in love with Winnie Cooper. Ugh, it's so lame. Get out of here. Oh my god, you make me sick. <laughs> Get out of here. No, give me something abstract. Give me something give me something to chew on. Something with substance. Um like what? Uh salute your shorts. Oh god. <laughs> They're definitely comparable. Yeah. They're definitely comparable. They um, definitely are. Or like yeah, or like a good double feature would be like The Wonder Years and HBO's Real Sex. Mm. Yep, like definitely give me, good. Give me a gritty double feature. Those are great double um, features. The series finale of the Wonder Years is like one of the best series finales ever. What happens? Do they fuck finally? They they actually do. Yeah, they have oh, sex. Yes. They literally have sex in a barn. <laughs> Whoa! During a storm, um, and I forget what had happened, but there was something had happened where like you know that like Kevin and Winnie like haven't spoken in like a really long time. And they have this moment and the voiceover of the show you realize was like him talking to his son or something. <laughs> it's sort of like how I met your motherish, but like Winnie and him don't end up together or something. It was something like really beautiful. I remember being like, like, oh my God, it's so real. <laughs> and I fucked her that night, son. And then I never talked to her and again. I never did. You know how you just want something and you get it and then you're like, that was boring. Something right. like that. <laughs> um, you know what another amazing series finale is? What? Um, Roseanne. Have you like ever seen the last episode of Roseanne? <laughs> no. Roseanne it's, is ridiculous. That show is ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. Um, yeah. but it's, um, it's like a really crazy finale where like the whole last season turns out to be like the figment of Roseanne's imagination, and that like John Goodman actually died like a long time ago, and like <laughs> it's like it like she like re like the last scene of the last episode of Roseanne is like this really intense monologue. Um, that she, like her voiceover is giving where you realize that like this whole like a lot of the show had been like the figment of the imagination of like a really sad woman <laughs> uh, i dreamt all of that literally uh, it's like, uh, when tom uh, died like it's very <laughs> it's a lot but roseanne is sucks. also good like i never liked it but it was like a, it's like an important show i guess so right sure. i think it is i don't know i don't know you never watched your parents didn't watch N- it my parents didn't... hated it we didn't ever watch Roseanne. Yeah, my parents thought it was trashy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, but we never. They never. My parents only watched like British murder mysteries. Ooh, love that! So classy. It, they're just lame. I love that for them. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Everyone should see it. It's really good. Um, and yeah, air to the all. Is it time for D Tongue and G Friend? It is time. Let's do it! Ah! Okay, you go first. Who's your devil tongue of the week? My devil tongue of the week is this trash coffee company, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> it's trash. It tastes like shit. Um, we are recording who... live from the East Coast where we're hope in a bunker, hoping no one hears you say this. Yeah, it's really crazy how sensitive and and, and how how people how much people on the east coast like love dunkin donuts coffee because it is awful it's awful it's watery it's fucking sugary it's like people love it though it is it, weird oh it's so gross god damn it oh. 
Uh, I have no sympathy because Starbucks was like across the street. You made it pissed joy. off, dude. Yeah, but I had to. I had to make it back for this. <laughs> That's true. I made you suffer. But yeah, what is it about the coffee that people love? And also, why is it like not spread to the West Coast yet? Really? Because it's fucking awful. That's why. <laughs> but people love it. Starbucks is out here because people love it. Well, Starbucks is a West Coast brand that went global. Right, Dunkin because people love Coast it. Brand that I swear is like still pretty global. Like, why is it nowhere? It's contained to the idiots up in the northeast part of the United <laughs> States. That's why. I know it really just does not fly. There's just something really like, and and if you ask for it, like Sweden, like God help you. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude. It's literally so violent. They're it's, just like, mm, would you like it? I'm like, yeah, but not too much. And before I can even finish, right. it's like. <laughs> It's like, all right, eight pumps of sugar. Like, no, I need to I like for. take my insulin when I go there. I know I got diabetes for sure. Like one <laughs> visit to Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm like literally stage four. It's so much. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, that's fair. But I will say, I like really, really, really love their breakfast sandwiches. Hmm. And their rosemary encrusted hash brown patties. Hmm. Have I didn't you ever? Have any of those. Nope. Hmm. I might go get one now. Is there a Dunkin' Donuts by you? There's two by me. Oh, fuck. There's one to my right up, uh, and then there's one way down left. Should I go to the uh, one on the right? I don't care. <laughs> Reporting live. Can you imagine if I brought my mic with me? <laughs> like, so Poonjob, tell us about the rosemary encrusted <laughs> hash browns. And that isn't and even the woman who works there. That was not just me being racist. Uh, okay. I actually like literally know the person who works there. Wow, the so one. you go there a lot. You know this person's name. I go to the one on the that's like a like a few blocks up from me a few times. Honestly, just to get the hash Dude, patties. <laughs> you're turning on me, aren't you? They've gotten you. They've got me good, but I never it's get the coffee. I'm not a novice. A classic Stockholm syndrome case, isn't it? Like Jack, you're crazy. Right. Like Punjab, that hurts. Shut it. Like the knife to my throat. Um, yeah, D Dunkin' Donuts is a tough one. Um, although I have a lot of friends um, who really swear by it. Who really swear by it. Good friends well, listener, idiots. Vishaka Patel, who did law school oh. for three years in Boston, really loves Dunkin' Donuts. We should have her on to defend. She's going to be I mean, a, she's gonna be an I attorney, can, so you better get ready for like a real argument. A I, can understand, I can understand the, the iced coffee. It's okay. But the hot coffee is no. I know, but even the iced coffee, I swear, you you literally can't get it sweetened. You have to be like, yeah, I'll have it, but literally nothing in it. Right. And they are quick with the pump, so you got to get them quick. You got to honestly be like, no <laughs> pump iced coffee. You got to open with the no pump. No pump. <laughs> like that is like the first thing you got to say. Well, um, yeah. Rough. Sorry, Vishaka, but Dunkin' Donuts sucks. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so my double tongue of the week is, um, it's a bit serious. So like. There was a really, some news came out earlier this week that really um, halted me, um, and it was violent, and it was dark, and it was surprising, and it just made me be like, okay, I feel unsafe, and like I can't really trust people in the world anymore, um, and that was the news that Olivia Newton-John's ex-husband faked his death? To get away from her? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wait, what? Did you hear about this? No, no. Um, Olivia, Grease star, and the artist behind one of my favorite 80s songs, Physical, Olivia Newton-John, um, it was discovered that her ex-boyfriend, Patrick McDermott, 67-year-old, 67-year-old like, German singer, Faked his death year in <laughs> 2005, <laughs> pretended that he drowned on a fishing trip to San Pedro, California, and he was literally seen by an Australian oh. magazine <laughs> on what? an island earlier this week. He is completely alive and has a new girlfriend. <laughs> oh. Wow, dude, that's incredible. Like, okay. This is a great story. It's a great story. But if I was Olivia Newton-John, I'd be like, um imagine I, getting this news and calling him and being like hi <laughs> did you ever pick up that gallon of milk i asked you to get yeah seriously sorry i asked you to fill the tank up before you brought it back but i didn't realize you'd get this pissed 
Are you kidding me? You should have seen my face. I screamed when this news broke. Really? Olivia Newton-John, like, literally conducted an exhaustive investigation to find this guy. Because she knew that he was... She thought like, he drowned. Well, but, like, what, <laughs> she conducted the investigation or, yeah, like, the yeah, LAPD she was, did? I mean, no, she did with the Coast Guard. Like, she, like, oh. kept searching for him and, like, nothing. And then now, years later... Um, well, like six, like tons. It was in 2005, it's 2016 now. So like 11 years later, a private yeah. investigator has tracked him down to wow. Cabo San Lucas, where he's been living with his new girlfriend. What? That's not even that far <laughs> away, dude. You gotta fucking go way farther than that. I know, seriously. <laughs> She's like, well, I didn't look hell? that hard. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, dude? What are you oh. doing in Mexico? You gotta go all the way out to the other side of the world. Yeah, he got a little too comfortable. Honestly, Jeez. maybe after all these years, he's like, uh, maybe she's over. And he's like, she's like, not so quick, Patrick. At least make it to the Southern Hemisphere. At least go I to know. South America. He got lazy. He got, he got too comfy. Oh, um, God. But so intense. That's pretty crazy, though. Yeah, very crazy. Poor Olivia Newton-John. She probably sucks to live with. You think so? I mean... It's always surprising the actresses that have a tr- have trouble holding it down. Like, I was always like, really? Jennifer Aniston has a hard time holding someone down? She seems right. so fun. Mm. Cameron Diaz took so long to get married. Like, no shade. I'm sure she loves being single, but I'm also like, why are people not begging to marry her? She seems fun. Here's the thing, dude, okay? This is my thought. You said this guy was a famous German singer, right? Yeah, like Korean-born so, German singer. So he he would rather pretend to be dead... Than be alive and famous and living with Olivia Newton-John. So that must. What does that say? Um, it says he's a lunatic. I would do anything to have his life. Let's get physical, physical. I wanna get physical. What if? What if? Physical. What if when Olivia Newton-John wasn't in front of a camera, she turned into the mom from Mommy Dearest? Oh my God! She's like Patrick. (laughs) Yeah. Why did you get two percent milk instead of one percent? He's like, Olivia, I'm sorry. She's like, Patrick, don't call me that. He's like, I'm sorry, Miss Newton John. Yes. Now take the boat out and get it clean. And he's like, the boat, huh? It says one attempt. Yeah, no, maybe. I mean, honestly, I'm sure everyone is happier, but it's just hard when an icon can't find love because it's like what yeah, hope I do so. i have i guess so hmm. um but yeah so <laughs> that is and also janet since you're editing this episode meaning you're actually listening to it this should be a cautionary tale you should really pay close attention to lovers that disappear in your future because i see <laughs> what the fuck what, i are see you threatening her i no, I'm saying that I could see someone faking their death to get away from her. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, come on. I've thought Obviously. about it. I've yeah, thought me about too. it. So, God knows what's in store. Yeah, watch out, Janet. Watch out, Jay. <laughs> like, if you see, like, blood drops leading to, like, I don't know, like a creek by your house, <laughs> I urge you to really drag that creek. <laughs> There's either. It's either someone's faking their death to get away from you, or they're trying to gone girl you. Or they're trying to gone, <laughs> right, right, one hundred percent. Or they're gonna like have you go to the creek and then hit you over the head with a rock, yeah. and it's actually like a bait technique. A bait either switch. way, watch your damn back, chica. You deserve better. Um. Okay, so should we go to good friend? You have a good friend. Yes, yes. My good friend of the week is uh, spring training. I'm going to Arizona. In, in, in a couple hours, actually. Three hours. I should be really getting going here. Damn. Uh, so it's going to be fun. You've been a traveling gal. Yeah, all over the place. You're going to be blacking out in Arizona. Right. Um, God bless. Going to be getting lit AF in Arizona. You're going to be getting lit AF in Arizona. Can you please do some investigating as to what the hell happened yesterday on tu- on Voting Tuesday while you're there? What happened in there? I, I haven't been paying. What happened? Oh, my God. Literally, people were waiting in line for, like, four hours to vote. And, like, the polls closed before everyone even had a chance to vote. Oh, dude, that's not surprising. What the fuck? I'm sure that was only in the poor poor communities, too. Oh, my God. I don't know. Arizona stresses me out. So I just assume everywhere's crazy. I mean, isn't everyone, like, low-key a lizard in Arizona? 
it's kind of cool. I mean, I do like Phoenix, but it is kind of like fucked up. Yeah, no, the aesthetic beauty of that state is wasted on its populace. I mean, it is like that, and like those places, like Phoenix, just seems to me like a wonder. I'm just like, wow, it's a city built within like canyons and red rocks. Like that just sounds like such a it's, gorgeous yeah. image. It's like, um, it's like it's fun to visit for a weekend because like everyone there is like a trashy individual. It's yeah. like fun to like have a drunk moment with like trashy people. Totally. But not everyone who lives there is trashy, by the way. I'm just being an idiot. Mm, a lot of them. <laughs> um, okay. No, that's a good one. So have fun. You're going to have a great time. Who's yours? Um, my good friend of the week is Fife Dog um, from Tribe Called Quest. One of the founding members who died this morning. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, at 45. So what? young. He died this morning? He died this morning. Um, when did that happen? This morning. <laughs> so are you going to like start doing a hashtag like RIP? RIP Fife. Morning this. Yeah. Dead person. Yeah, I mean, morning. I think that I'm going to put my intense morning of Rob Ford on the back burner because I need to feel Fife Dog right now. Um, I love Tribe Called Quest. Um, these dudes are not that old. They should not be dying yet. <laughs> no. That's really intense. It's true. Um, so, like, the idea that we could be seeing, like, some of, like, the grandfathers of hip-hop, like, pass away in, like, the next, like, few years is, like, really unsettling for me. So, mm. Fife Dog is a good friend of the week. Yeah, that was pretty sad. More than Arizona. More than Arizona. He probably wants to be buried in Arizona, and I think it's up to us to do it. <laughs> yeah, probably, they probably like shoot him on sight. That Arizona. state is so racist. Yeah. They would like shoot literally like a dead oh, body yeah. just to make so sure. racist. Have your birth certificate on you, or you're going to jail. <laughs> right. They have like swashes of color, and they're yeah, like, if you're lighter than this, if you're then darker you're okay. than any of the rocks darker, that the city was built around. You're going to jail. It's one cop who keeps saying that. <laughs> Gun time. That city just loves guns. They seem crazy. Um, okay, you need to go to the airport. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to the Newark, Newark airport? airport? <sighs> yeah. I know, that dude. It's going to be awful. like a punch in the gut. What time is your flight? You've honestly already missed it. You, you should have left yet. You should have left yesterday. <laughs> I'm not trying to stress you out, but you should have left a couple days ago. <laughs> no, You'll be fine. I flew out of Newark. Um, it wasn't that bad, but I will say it is one of the most poorly functioning airports where basically oh, dude, the, all of the snacks and food are right outside of the actual terminal where so like or like the security for the terminal is right before you get on the plane so you can't bring any drinks onto the plane you know how like usually you like can't bring them past security then after security you can like buy a water bottle you literally they're literally like sorry i had a jamba juice just to give you a sense of what you have to look forward to in that food court i had a jamba (laughs) juice orange mango (laughs) zoom (laughs) i was you know that that to me is like Shit like that is when I go full Hulk. Like, that that kind of arbitrary nonsense <laughs> is when I lose my mind. And they were like, sorry, you're going to have to dump that. And I was like, you want me to dump this brand new 16-ounce orange mango Zoom right before I get on this plane? They're like, I'm afraid so. And I was like, mm, are you? It was a lot of, like, squinty head shaking. Like, mm, really? Mm, yeah. Like, a lot of that. And I was like, this is the stupidest fucking airport I've been in in my life. It was so insane. I was like, how about the security is when you get into the air? Guess what? I could have blown this airport up already. I've been in the airport for two hours. Here's the thing, though. You should have known that you hadn't gone through security yet. It was weird. I went through, like, I checked in my bag and stuff and was like, okay, like, maybe this is, like, kind of lax, like, (laughs) My bag already went through like a little like belt thing, but I didn't do like a, what is it? I didn't do like the metal detector stuff. It was weird. Everything is split. Everything is split. I took an air train to the place where I checked in for my flight. They checked my bag. Then I got back on the air train and went to my terminal. I was like, is this an airport? It was crazy. 
Oh, well, so get your ass on that train. God bless. I'm having... It is going to be a journey. Thank Text you. me when you're there. It's going to be so annoying. Actually, I hope it's not and, annoying for you, but <laughs> you know it's going to be and, easy uh, sailing for you, and I'm going to be like, what the fuck for me? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. probably. Well, all right. Um, fuck you, Janet. Um, That's it. Yeah. What else? So I can't, I'm so excited that we get to say it again, but get to work, Janet. And thank you guys for listening. Janet, and, get to work. Uh, watch B-Movie. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.